everybody we, actually i think we pulled that off all right <laughs> without i we're actually live i see that up in the corner so that's wonderful yeah. uh hey i'm david i'm michael uh we are from aerial influence we focus on drones uh for uh, agriculture drones for construction drones for search and rescue uh list goes on and on and on and yeah. we're focusing recently primarily on agriculture because yeah. we got the t10 and the T30 were just announced by right? DG Agriculture. Yeah. Why do you think those are such big deals? Well, I, I do think for uh, the first time in a long time, um, and I, I, I'll show it show it later, but uh, things are starting to kind of flow through the FAA where yeah. people are wanting to do things the right way and they're, they're, they're getting approval. And yeah. uh, that's cool because it was like we talked about a lot. Uh, it's been like a big bottleneck. Yeah. Uh, with COVID and everything. Um, yeah. I mean, things have just been sitting there. Well, and I, but I also think that the T10 and T30 primarily, you know, specifically have made a difference, right? I mean, yeah, no, just because think... the design of them, uh, you know, the size that that's for some reason that eight liter slash 10 liter tank seems to be kind of a perfect size for somebody just jumping into it. I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the early adopters are the kind of the, um, the, the, the bigger companies that might have test plots. Um, some of the schools we're seeing that they're somewhat early adopters. Um, I think uh, certain farmers and agriculture people that really enjoy tech, yeah. you know, they're, they're trying to test these things out to see if they could make a move, you know, to more of an aerial based versus a ground based based spraying. Um, and I mean, the drones themselves, they've started to get, they started to understand, like, I think DJI started to understand, okay, uh, U.S. here, when they're doing mapping and perimeters and all that kind of stuff, you, you, a lot of times their equipment will take shape files. And that was a big thing in the beginning where, you know, the agrass couldn't take a shape file and, and you had all these farmers with all these fields already predetermined. And it, it, it was just perfect to bring a shape file in, get a boundary line, then, you know, the drone, once it knows the boundary lines, so then it's you know, putting in the spray lines. Yeah. So that's a big thing. Um, the spraying has gotten uh, better. I mean, I think the spraying unit itself, the spray is better than the, than the MG one P. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they've, they've updated, uh, their obstacle avoidance and sensors and whatnot. Um, one of the things that you, you and I like is the, uh, that you swing the arms out, you clamp them, boom, yes. no more cranking eight, eight times. And no more and... wrecking because you forget to, uh, to, to wind one all together. Cause it, the, now uh, who, it's who like, does, a, who does that? I know only <laughs> horrible people, um, um, but there's a clamp on it now. So it yeah. clamps and then, uh, that way, and, and the remote will tell you if you didn't clamp it. So it's, it's great. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what they needed on it. So yeah, these, these, these two drones specifically are great, but today, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit, you know, we know how great and how powerful the T10 and T30 can be, but we wanted to talk a little bit about other things you could do with the spraying spreading drone, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so obviously to get your 137 is a big deal. We've got ours mm -hmm. for under 55 pounds. For, uh, you know, if you want to get something above 55 pounds, it's, it is going to take a little bit it's starting yeah. to move. It's starting, you know, definitely starting to get to see some uh, moving through. Yeah. And, and that's that's what i've got um i've got some stuff here yeah. that we can we can look at now and this 
You know what? Let's let's here's what I would do first. Let's go through a couple, just a a few of these things that we think you can do. You know, with a drone, uh, aside from agriculture, and then we'll we'll go into the documents. Okay. Um, But I think you know one of the first ones that comes to people's mind is probably going to be mosquito mitigation um, because that's it's so natural. You know, to use a drone for something like that, which you would typically, you know, when we were kids, it's like the truck goes through the middle of downtown, wherever, and it just. blast stuff everywhere you can think of my mom remembers riding her bicycle behind uh the dd i think it was ddt oh yeah so that was the stuff that was not good at all yeah Yeah. i mean it was giving pregnant ladies uh you know something where it was like birth i mean and she remembers just riding her bike you know trying to follow it and it's like (laughs) oh my gosh so so, that's a horrible story it it really is yeah but she's okay she's she's okay okay. yeah Yeah. exactly. i mean for for the most part, I think I'm okay. Yes, you are. Um, maybe some residual effects, there, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of different things that you can use. I mean, we're, we get we get calls a lot of times about kind of like bring mine up. things that are, are are agriculture, but kind of uh, you know, not kind of off the beaten path of the the yeah. traditional field agriculture stuff. Well, and it's also like you know. We got to make, we got to do stuff to promote ourselves. So you can right. only do, you know, you can only fly over a field so many times uh, right. before you start to go, all right, let's try something different. And right. talking about something different, one of the things uh, that we did was we melted a bunch of ice. So we had a, yeah. had a ton of ice out here uh, on our property and, and uh, you know, wanted to see if we could take this homemade solution that we made. Now there is stuff you can buy at the store too. Yeah. Uh, but a, a liquid that you put into the, into the drone itself. And we sprayed down the parking lot and it worked. I mean, it was, yeah. so that was kind of like a, I think you could kind of use it for, for two things, you know, with, with regards to snow, like, uh, you were saying the sprayer portion, you can use that kind of pre-emergent spray. Yeah. So you spray that, you know, when you, when you know that there's going to be a big, and it uh, stops it from completely from, freezing yeah, over from accumulating. And yeah. then once there is maybe some, some snow, um, that, that's what I want to try this year. I want to try the pre-emergent and then when we do get hammered with snow, then do something with, uh, not, not salt because we started <laughs> to get some cracks in our the, the yeah. new, uh, concrete because I think the salt was messing with it. But, yeah. uh, I think the magnesium kind of based is, is better for, for, for the concrete so mm-hmm. we can, you know, try the spray part and then we can put the spreader on and then put and do the, the magnesium type. Uh, melter and and see how that works yeah and i mean you know when i think of this stuff i kind of think especially with the t10 it's like if you're somebody that owns a significant amount of property uh there are probably a lot of things you could do mm-hmm. like say you own 20 acres somewhere there's a lot you could do with an agrass you yeah. know uh, whether that's you know weeds uh, you know, yeah. uh, ice, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you name it, but there's a lot of things that you could do with a, a DJ or C10. Sorry. I've, I've got a list. That's why I keep, yeah, and, this. uh, well going, uh, a different route. Um, we're actually seeing that some people are, and, and I don't know if this is a modified drop system where they're using the agrass for, for something other than, you know, just spraying or spreading, but, right. uh, they own kind of like a hunting ground. So what they're doing is they're trying to, I guess, pull the animals in so they can figure out how many animals they have. But yeah. sometimes they do that by like dropping 
I don't know if it's uh, dropping or spreading uh, corn, you know, like co either corn cobs that are uncooked or, or actual corn kernels. Corn kernels. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, dropping that into place where they think the animals could congregate. And the idea is that they don't want to be, you know, walking two miles out there, dropping the stuff, walking to, they, right. they, they want to they have the least amount of uh, human intervention and disturbance as possible. So I, th I thought that was pretty cool. That is definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about disinfecting. So we know a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. You know, we were called out to an NFL team stadium what, a year and a half ago, like yeah. right when COVID was sort of hitting us the hardest. We wanted to be able to save football. We wanted right to here. save football. It didn't work out. <laughs> didn't work I out, mean, but... save football saved itself, but we, yeah, right. we uh, you know, didn't get to play a part in it. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to go out and basically spray down a stadium and show them how we could disinfect using the yeah. drone. And, you know, I think we could have done the whole thing in a couple of hours, I think probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I, we, we, we basically did uh, almost, a few passes, you know, up, yeah. you know, they had like three tiers. Um, you know, one thing that they kind of talked about too was inside. And, you know, I mean, when you're looking at GPS signals, the inside with the Nagras, even though those hallways are huge, it, it's, it, <laughs> it's, you're going to probably need a incredibly nerve wracking yeah, yeah. combination of situation or combination of, uh, different technologies i don't think you can just you know fly an agress inside and then right fly it inside or fly it outside and inside right um but yeah and then they had the idea of really wanting to disinfect more of the um practice area yeah but again that was kind of a bubble uh type deal um so there wasn't necessarily that gps yeah we would have lost yeah. gps we'd be going into addy mode yeah and that's with a giant drone so and then when it goes into addy mode you're not really going to get the you're not going to get the automated pattern oh yeah so and plus with addy mode if you've never flown in addy mode before if the wind blows a little <laughs> yeah. bit yeah. like the drone is going that direction like it's yeah. it's going until you stop it it's going to keep yeah. going that direction and you're talking about a giant drone that could really hurt people yeah so yeah we weren't cool with that and uh yeah. you know but still it was a great experience for us yeah um Another one I got, and uh, you know, if you guys are watching, please feel free. There's yeah, two we'd of love to hear. There's two of you watching right now, and we appreciate <laughs> the two of you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Um, but if you've got, if you guys have ones that you are thinking of, you're like, oh, I could use a spraying drone to do this. I could use yeah. a spreading drone to do this. Then throw them out there, please. Let us uh, let us know, and we'll keep talking about it. Uh, another one, feeding fish. Yeah. I know I'm picking the ones that we had stuff to do with, but well, maybe not everybody heard. It, but, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, I mean, and this, the, what I had said earlier kind of goes along with the, the, the fish. I mean, you know, if you're trying to attract something or, you know, I mean, maybe you're trying to attract a beneficial animal that's going to get rid of other animals in your area. So you're, you know, uh, leaving the food for beneficial animal. Yeah. You know, so they start to come in or, um, Again, I'm not necessarily talking about hunting because that is something where you have to, like hunting with a drone. Um, in some places, they they don't allow you to yeah to right. hunt with a drone. Some places allow you to use a drone, maybe with fishing, but not with you know uh, ground animals or mammals or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you know that's kind of one of the things to know. that you got to think about. But yeah. going back to the fish, like we did 
one of the things that we got to do and uh, that we, I think, really both were enjoyed and were had a lot of fun with was we got to go to Klobuk Fish Farm mm-hmm. um, in Iowa. And uh, they've got one of, it's like, one they're three one of three like largest in the United States or world the world. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. It's eighty acres basically, and a ton of ponds and and uh, you know they got a lot of fish there. So they called us basically because they wanted to see if we could feed the fish. You know, yeah. and when you put the hopper, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You put I mean, the hopper on, and going, you can absolutely yeah. He's three times a day. He's going around and feeding the edges of these. You know, because he doesn't want to throw it, and that, that's that's the that's where you you have have to do a lot of planning because you know he's got these ponds somewhat ovalish ponds but he really only wants to feed the outside perimeter because if you toss it in the middle then a lot of it will float down to the deepest part and you'll lose it so right. you you want it uh, around the edges and you know he's got these things stacked you know everywhere you know and so He's going around on a basically a four wheel. Yeah, right. Um, getting off the four wheel, ch- chucking some stuff at the edge, and he's possibly doing this three times a day. And that's yeah. a lot of work for one for guy, anybody, yeah, anybody. But th- definitely one guy that's doing you know fifty different ponds. Yeah, exactly. So. And you can imagine, you know, because ideally they could basically map out each pond mm-hmm. as its own map. So every time he goes out, he goes, "All right, map thirty two, boop." And yeah. then it's going to go to that field and fly, or I'm sorry, go to that pond and uh, start spreading fish food. It, it's right. really very interesting. And that's one of the cool things is that, you know, you know, as much as we live and breathe drones, yeah. every time we talk to a new customer or somebody calls us or whatever, it we, something new. it's something brand new and yeah. it happens almost every day. And it's like, Hey, you're not going to believe what somebody called NAS today. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh lots of that. We do have a, uh, we do have a comment here. So I'm going to read this. Good afternoon. This is from Garen green. Uh, so hey, Garen. good afternoon. I really appreciate your guys channel. You guys have given me a lot of good ideas for starting my own service business for agriculture. I would like to talk with you soon how you guys can help me with about how you guys can help me with my business. All right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's cool. part of what we do. So please reach out to us here. I'm going to put yeah. up our, uh, our information here. So please, yeah, reach out to us yeah. either, either of those ways, either email or uh 800 number. So yeah. Man. Hey, do, Stephen, I, I saw you. Oh, you hold said, on. Hey, oh, hello. Uh, hey, <laughs> uh, is it? Ste- Ste- uh, I think that's Steven. I think Steven. there's, Yes. Tell us if, if we're right or not. And, uh, oh, he's from France. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's awesome. Stefan, is that it? Or It looks like there's an accent over the E. All right. You're going to let us know. Yeah, I hope you're going to yeah. let us know. But hi. Th- which thank, one it is. Thanks for, yeah. Especially from yeah, France. France. That's, That's awesome. very cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, okay. So uh, what do you think? What else? What What's another use for an agriculture drone? Other than, oh, uh, so again, still kind of with agriculture, still kind of with ponds, but a lot of times the stuff that you're putting in ponds uh, to kill the algae uh, is ultra low flow. So, yeah. I mean, something like a T10 would be absolutely perfect because you're using very little liquid anyways. Yeah. Because, you know, if you use too much, uh, you know, basically what it's doing is taking the oxygen out of the water. Or I, I'm, I'm sure someone will... Tell me if I'm Correct wrong. Correct this, yeah. I mean, essentially, you, you could end up poisoning or suffocating the fish by using too much of this stuff because it's trying to kill the algae, that kind of thing. But, and, and a lot of times that's very hard to get to because if you have, um, 
you know, a pond that is surrounded by kind of natural vegetation, like the natural plants and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard to get over there. You know, it could be three feet, you know, by three feet. And the, and by the time you get in there, you're at the muck side or something. Yeah. So this is perfect for something like that. Um, golf courses, right? Golf courses, because they've got yeah plenty of different types of, of plants. I mean, they've got different types of grasses. Yeah. They've got, um, yeah, they've got trees, they've got shrubbery, they've got, um, yeah, basically... Anything basically can, everything you like think of yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly think of a golf course and you know they pretty much got it yeah um but yeah i think that's an interesting thing is that a golf course they could use it for a bunch of different stuff yeah. right i mean and then if uh, michael jordan's golf course they're yeah they're delivering, delivering food yeah and, and here's the truth is that you could buy a drone like this Without a spray tank, without and it could be a heavy lift drone as long yeah. as you as long as you're legal, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you could treat it as like um like an M six hundred to you know a right. certain degree. Um, so I guess or I guess you could you could uh, now that would be nice. You got uh what T ten? You got eight liters. Yeah. Okay, so you got your you're on a golf course, so you can still probably do line of sight depending on where you're mounted. Uh, you got an eight liter Stein, you know, they just take out the tank. They've already got the ice. Yeah. And the oh, I like this. I like this. <laughs> Fly it back. And then you just put in a new tank. Yeah, I like it. That's a good idea. Uh, you might not make it, to make it back to the clubhouse and you might have like shot a 200 by then, but, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Stefan, I'm, I'm still not sure, but is your drone better than DJI model? No, because it is what well, our drone is a DJI model. So yeah. basically everything we do, uh, you know, in, in terms of agriculture right now is through DJI. So yeah, we're using the DJI Agress yeah, T10s, T20, T30. Uh, those are the drones we're talking about. So, you know, basically what we do is we're a, a sales and consulting, uh, a drone sales and consulting company. We, no problem. We also, <laughs> oh, that's all, you're good. Uh, we also cover, uh, we carry some hotel drones. And, you know, yeah. who knows what we're going to be doing in the future. You know, we love uh, taking on new new opportunities. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. hope to have more drones that we can test out and try in the near future. Uh, yeah, be, uh, and uh, it's just a matter of time before. Because, I mean, we uh, we have guys that are calling every week for something something pretty cool yeah Um, yeah and and i think uh the hard part too is that there are a lot of things that you can do with drones not necessarily agriculture but you know definitely agriculture um and people have ideas and it's it's like there's always going to be a slight modification you know needed for some of those other ideas um and whether that is having you know if they're wanting to do drop something else it's a little bit right different than liquid or a a regular granule um you know whether or not they're going to have to integrate it into the drone or have it something that's attached and then they have some type of like trigger mechanism uh in addition to their remote right Um, yeah i know that and and that was the thing that they did with like the phantom at one point right there was like a a drop system with a they had like a little keychain type of thing and you could press it and and it sometimes worked sometimes didn't and you just never Never really knew. Okay, so uh, Rick's Turnblock, he says, hey, guys, is the width that these drones can spread adjustable or fixed? I think it's Treblanche. It's T-E-R-B-L-A-N-C-H-E. Okay. Turnblanche. 
would you say it would be better to get a Whoops. T10 at first or just get the T30? I'm looking into working. Those are two different questions. So the first question is, oh, okay, sorry. Hey guys, is the width that these drones can spread adjustable or fixed? Uh, it, it, it is uh, adjustable. So basically it's not going to be adjustable. The booms aren't going to be adjustable, but the higher you fly, um, you're going to have a, a, a broader swath. So it's going to come down to basically, you know, if you're flying too high and your swath is too big, you, you have a potential of a lot of drift. So, you know, you're, you're most likely going to keep it at, you know, no higher than like 20 feet. Um, the other thing too, uh, like orchards, um, the T30 does have a, uh, an orchard package. And so essentially what it does, it's got six arms, the, the front and back two actually get angled up. So then they would shoot down like this. Mm -hmm. And then the other four would shoot basically straight down. So you'd have kind of like this and like that. So the T30 would probably be better for, for orchard, but, um, if you're wanting to do something very, very quickly, then a T10 might be the way to go because you might, you're most likely going to get that passed quicker. So hopefully that answers your question, but, um, I think they could all be used pretty much for orchard work. And what was, uh, what'd you say? And we got to the, so you just, I think you just oh, answered sure. two questions in one, but, uh, the oh, first yeah, one, yes, yeah. it's adjustable just in the fact that you can go higher or, or you can yes. go higher. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that is, so I just kind of combined that is the way, yeah, you just combine the two questions. <laughs> the next, yes, we believe these, the T10 could work on an orchard, uh, in Colorado. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously the T30 can, because as Michael was showing, they can, the, the arms can go up. Uh, all right. And, uh, sorry. Go right. Going back to Rick's question. So yeah, yeah you can adjust uh, the width of of the swath by by flying uh, higher. Um, you can also uh, have more product per acre uh, based on you know your flight speed, and uh, and also so if you're if you let's say you set it at a certain speed and you have it at a certain um, you know. Uh, liters or gallons per acre if if it needs to spray less or more sometimes it will just activate the two you know like the front uh booms and if it needs to do a little bit more it might fly at that same speed but then kick on all of the booms at one time so it is it is basically making sure that you're getting the right amount on when you're you're, you're telling it, okay, I want this much per acre. Right. Right. And so the faster you go, the less, the less it's going to flow. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. No, the faster you go, the more it's going to flow. Right. Cause you got to, right. Yeah. yeah that's yes, what I'm yes, about to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, is the reglementation very restricted? Like in France, it is pretty restrictive here. Um, in order to do anything with, uh, like a restricted use pesticide or something that could be potentially hazardous, um, you're going to have to go and get what's called a 137. So that's basically becoming an agricultural um, crop duster, basically, mm -hmm. uh, but with a drone. So you do have to go through that, and it's in addition to the regular 107 test 
And you would have to get, you know, pesticide, pesticide training, training as well. Yeah. So there are yeah. several steps you have to go to. Actually, if you guys go over to aerialinfluence.com slash agriculture, that's going to tell you everything you need to know. If you go there, enter your email address, you're going to get this, uh, what's it called? Journey map. It's journey an agricultural map. journey map um, that you can download and just kind of see, all right, here are the various steps I got to go through. And as as you're going through those steps, just check them off one by one by one by one by one. And if you need help, checking those boxes that's part of what we do so please reach out to yeah. us yeah. and actually this is a great spot where we, you could um oh yeah so this is something we're going to add to the journey map we're going to keep adding to the journey map each time we get something new or find something out new from the faa or you know whatever it has to do with agricultural spraying but this is an email and uh, from from the FAA, and uh, it was basically sent saying, uh, we need some more information. This is the information we're looking for. Um, and Dave will pop that up. So It's up there right now. And we had kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago. And just so you know, guys, if you go to the descriptions, um, at least on YouTube and Facebook, you can find uh, a link to it there. I put it into a Google Drive, so you'll be able to download it. Yeah, cause, so we won't get too much into it because we kind of went over it before. But uh, the first sentence will give you an idea of basically what, what they're looking for. Uh, in, in number one, they, they want a flight operations manual. So how, how are you going to basically, when you go out to spray a field, how are your operations going to look, um, you know, before and after, before you get to the field, uh, while, while you're at the field and then afterwards, you know, what, what is that operation going to look like, you know, start to finish, um, the training and certification program, that's going to be essentially, okay. Um, you know, I've, I've got a drone business I hire David and, uh, he doesn't know how to necessarily fly, um, an ag drone. So first of all, we need to make sure that he's certified to do it. Um, so, you know, maybe he needs to get his 107, that kind of stuff. Maybe he's flying under my 137 as an employee. And uh, what is going to be your training program for kind of onboarding uh, new people? The third one is uh, the operational risk and safety manual. So there are always going to be risks when you're flying something or really doing anything. Um, and how are you going to mitigate those risks? What are you going to do to basically make it as safe as possible? And so, and then they kind of get into a little, get into some of the details of what they're looking for. Um, but yeah, this is, this is definitely a, a good resource. People will, will We'll want to look at yeah and again if you head over to the social media whatever i'm not sure where you're watching this right now but if you are checking it out on youtube and facebook you can go down to the uh description and there's a link there where you can download the video itself so thanks garen yeah thank you so much here we've actually got a few more here uh rick yeah, says dave king oh do we know dave king uh that name, it seems is he out is dave king out in east coast we can't hear you <laughs> Well, I'm, I, I'm, I, no, no, no I, I know he can't hear me. I, but. I know, I know, I know. Oh, we just lost the light. Um, all right, so let's see. I, I think I may have seen. I've got some other stuff up here that uh, that talks about who 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 has gotten um, exemptions and whatnot for anything yeah. from under fifty five to over fifty five. 
Yeah, hopefully he'll he'll write back in a second here. Um, we also have you mentioning flight speed just made me wonder if the drone will be able to do a variable rate spreading like we farmers use with spreaders on the ground. So this is something we are going to do. Uh, we, someone had asked us a, a couple weeks ago, we're going to do a start to finish type thing. We're going to map uh, the field. We're going to take that map, pull it into the the drone um and we're i'll try to see if we can do a variable rate spreading and i'm not sure i had the spreader on a couple days ago um but we just did kind of a quick uh little test and video but yeah that, that would be interesting to see if it does a variable rate because i know that you can basically tell it to say okay i want 10 pounds per acre um and, and then it, it basically will Based on what you have in there, it will basically spit out 10 pounds per acre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm sure that there's always little nuances here and there that we have to figure out, but we will we'll do some of those tests. Um, let's see here. We, uh, we already said we're Dave King. We're, the name is very familiar, so we'll have to yeah. look. Uh, uh, Garen says, the journey map is a great resource. So thank you very much. Uh, it is. Michael especially worked very hard on that with uh, another group that we were verb verb DB, another company yep. that we worked with. So yeah. uh, Garen also asked, do you guys have a training program? You know, we don't, well, I mean, we, we technically do. We, yes. And we do, I guess. Well, and, and I'm assuming you're, you're talking about training program for the drones that that's something that we do. Um, oh yeah. Uh, basically send the FAA and whatnot. So the the journey map is is you know people have said oh it's you know sometimes it's a great resource some people say you know it doesn't seem to have everything and it's like well it it might not have everything all inclusive you know step by step by step by step um one because there are people doing under 55 that kind of require a different set of criteria mm -hmm. over 55 is a little bit different criteria so this is kind of more of a broad overview, overview and uh, we also have links at the bottom that go straight to the FAA, um, and, and you can gain some more information in, in that regard. But it is something we're going to be adding to, and hopefully it'll be a great resource for people that don't have a you know a, a lawyer in the back pocket. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might take a lot of extra time, but you know we want to try to make it. Yeah, I mean, for anybody. I mean, that's the thing. And that's kind of why we're here. Is, uh, you know, somebody asked me the other day about customer service, you know, if they buy a drone, and it's like, well, that's kind of why we exist. You know, yeah. that's part of why we exist anyway, is we take care of those little problems as they as they occur. So right. Um, let's see. Oh, wait, is this is this? Yes, actually, it's the guy from Steel City Drones. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely know who he is. Uh, sorry about that. Um, Yes, absolutely. Do know yeah. I do know of him. I've never met him, but he does a good job. He obviously knows what he's talking about. Yeah, um, I've seen some of the videos. Yeah, no, and they've got a they've got a big following on YouTube. I know too. So, um, so yeah, no, I I do know who he is. We don't we do not know him personally, but uh, really respect all the stuff that he's doing because he's grinding it out just just like we are, right? <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> so, um, all right, well, you guys, I think that uh, I think that's just about to wrap it up. You know, we usually go around the thirty-minute mark. I think our our uh, yeah. unless you got something else to talk about. Well, I'm sorry, I, mean, I didn't mean to. Uh, no, I, I was just gonna. Uh, I, you can 
put it onto my is did it go there you go there you go so i was just gonna look through here so this is a letter so it looks like somebody got a t16 approved so so we got t16 basically i took everything from kind of like this year um this is another t16 approved and this is all public information, right? Is, I mean, yeah, 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 this is all stuff you can find yourself. Yeah, this isn't. Uh, here's a T20 that got approved. So this is uh, basically I'm I'm not really getting into a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is probably about the same because they're asking for the same types of exemptions. But I just want to show that things are getting approved, are starting and to pass, yeah. push through the FAA. Because um, COVID really did. That was, I mean, as you guys can imagine, it hit everybody, but it, it includes the federal government, like the FBI, yeah. I mean, so. it, it, you know, when I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't even want to really get into it, but yeah, this was definitely on a back burner. Uh, yes, um, yes. Another T twenty. Uh, let's see, hyperspray is T sixteen. So yeah, we're getting over fifty five stuff, and uh, pe- there's another T twenty. Um, so yeah, I, I've got about like 45 of these tabs. If you guys can see, uh, oh, shoot, I just here. got, I'm, I'm oh, not going yeah, yeah. to go through them all, but I've got <laughs> literally, I've got all these tabs are, are things that have been approved. Now it's yeah. anything from MG one S to the, I think, uh, HSE, uh, drone, um, you know, T 16, T 20, uh, people are putting in and adding T30. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I haven't seen anything go through yet, but yeah. uh, it's probably a matter of time. And, and, you know, we're, we've had our, I mean, very few people have gotten there over 55 pound yet. We are still waiting on ours. Hopefully yeah, it'll be going to have to call yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or contact somebody. Figure out what's going on. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be getting ours very soon. But the main point of what we do is again, I, I meant to say this earlier, but we know the process of mm-hmm. getting, you know, everything approved. We know the process of what you have to give to the FA. That's already something we do. We already work yeah. with a lawyer mm-hmm. uh, that knows what he's doing. So the goal that we have is, and part of this, one of the services we offer is passing that information on to you or essentially writing up your petitions for you, uh, having a lawyer look them over before they're being, you know, sent into the FAA for approval, you know, all that yeah. kind of good stuff. So, you know, that's part of what we do. And, and, uh, so just, just know that it's not an easy process. It's not just a piece of paper you fill out. It's a big, thick document <laughs> that you have to turn into the FAA and we know what needs to go into that document. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Uh, Garen, he says, thanks. I will be oh. in touch soon. We are thanks, we're looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, thanks, uh, thank you guys so much. We're at 35 minutes. That's great. Um, Michael, thank you. It's, thank as you, usual, David. it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Have I, a hope great you have, weekend. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. You and, guys have uh, a great weekend, too. We'll see you next Friday, everybody. Thank you. Right. Thanks.